Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak last week. This is Ed. Tone. I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about this week's news and other things geek. Uh, the first thing that we have on the docket is uh, was brought to my attention this morning that History of the World Part 2 goes into production. They're doing an eight-episode series written and um, um, written and produced by uh, Mel Brooks and uh, uh he's also brought in some other writers like uh <clears throat> nick crow uh ike barinholtz uh wanda sykes ah. um and and some others and they're basically going to put together an actual part two the part two that he promised 40 yeah. years ago so like, like he's 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 gonna do it um, I'm I'm just excited because that's that's like one of my favorite movies ever. It's the one that I want to show Jacinda, but I I can't. It's the raunchiest one. It's like it's like no 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 no. You have to watch. I I can I can give you Blazing Saddles now. You can you that you pay and 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 they watched uh what do you call it over on on um like on Halloween uh uh Young, Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. That's that's a very innocuous one of his. It's like funny but it's not like raunchy it has no racial stuff it's exactly it's very so, mundane we watched that and now we need to watch she loved and and they love space balls but i yes. need to watch blazing saddles and we can get through blazing saddles and then next year next year i can hit them with history in the world of the world part one next year yeah because that that nice. that's i like Every time I think about it, I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> you're you're much better than me because I I show my daughter all kinds of shit that she probably shouldn't be watching. Actually, over the weekend we watched uh, the movie Promising Young Woman. It tells young girls what they should be on the lookout for: scumbags and and people who are going to try to hurt them. So okay. I thought it was okay to let her watch it. It's probably not, but. You know, she she's been watching stuff she shouldn't be seeing for quite a while. So, oh yeah, same that. here, same here. It wasn't very like graphic, but it was it was all subtext. Um, we also heard this week that Daniel Kim has been fire-lorded in the Netflix Avatar series. Oh yeah, yep. This is yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's kind of perfect. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think he's going to do really well in that part. Also, did be... you know he was in the Avatar series? Probably. He was General Fong. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was General Fong. I did not know that. Also, Johnny Gat. And that that series, series had a lot of guest actors. Oh, yeah. That series had so many guest actors. And it's so, and they were all so amazing. Yeah, so good. So Did they release anybody else who's going to be playing anyone else, or he was the first one, the only one so far? Other than the, the main kids, 
Yeah, he's the, the only main one. kid. They yeah, said that I, that, that I think they did say okay. that they're looking for um someone to be the daughter of Zula. Okay. I mean, the big one's gonna be whoever plays Iroh. Hmm. Whoever plays Iroh, that's gonna be the big one. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. Like I don't even want to even think. Got to move on because my brain is starting. My brain is starting Mm -hmm. to try and to work on that, and I don't. I want to. I want to. Now we'll be here all day long. So yeah, that is that is thought about it, and like I I think I, I, I yeah, that is fire casting. I'm 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 mad tone that you put that in my head. I'm gonna figure that out on my own, and if, and hopefully to get someone as good as they figure out as they figure out on their you know on their end. Yeah, because <laughs> Iro, uh, but but that's a good Ozai. Oh yeah, definitely a great Ozai. Great character too. Like he's gonna be able to do some fun stuff with this character. This is great, yeah, and 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 yeah, he's gonna he's just gonna take the part and just run with it in certain part, uh, and I'm gonna love it. Oh yeah, shoot, just shoot, just shoot a scene all day. Yes. <laughs> when does that Avatar series uh, come out? Do we know? Probably sometime next year, maybe. Yeah, if they're not releasing the full cast yet, they're probably Way still off. For very early in production. Yeah. Um, a movie that... sets. What's that? Still building. Listen, they're still sets. building sets. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a movie that is not still early in production, which we will be seeing very soon. Spider-Man: No Way Home got another poster, a new poster, uh, not another poster, a new poster that shows uh, a lot in it. But the one thing that was really big was. The fact that they're putting the Green Goblin in the background. Mm-hmm. And it does look like that suit that showed up just a few, like a week ago, um, that looked like it had a stunt performer in it. It looks like they're going with that design. And I'm I'm assuming it's going to be Willem Dafoe returning. I mean, again, we don't really know for sure. It hasn't been, hasn't been confirmed 100% yet, but um, it looks that way. I mean, that there... They're teasing a whole lot at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, because that poster had arms and sand and lightning, lightning and exactly. And 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 then the goblin in the background. And like, I just I was there smoke too. like I it's I could only see the sand, the goblin in the back, the uh, tentacle and lightning, the lightning. Um but we already heard, well, we heard, I don't know if it's for sure, that they're saying that um, Mysterio and Vulture might come back. That could make your six right there. You know, I think there was also uh, Lizard, I think, was supposed to come back. That he was, yeah. Is he confirmed or is he just rumored at this point? I feel like everything is just a rumor until we actually see the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this, they're the, trying okay. to do all. At this point, with the way they're just messing with everything, at the just, just, just yeah, they really can't. They're just, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing I a good seen job. The movie of, yet. I haven't seen 
just like laying little things out there and yeah. getting people excited. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Venom yet, but I'm assuming there's I, plans to bring him in, right? I, I saw that yesterday with just with Jacinda. How was I, it? Well, I, I will put it this way. If you could get past the issues in the first one and enjoy it, then you'll enjoy the second one. If you didn't enjoy the first one, then don't go see the second first one. First one was fine. Was just that, that's, that's how I feel. Really. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's and again, I, I didn't feel. hate it. I enjoyed it, so I enjoyed the second one. It, there, vis-a-vis, if you didn't enjoy the first one, don't go see the second one. Like I, I don't know why people do that, by the way. It's like you know, <laughs> this movie came out and it just sucked. I didn't like that shit. Second one came out. We'll go watch that one. Why? It, it's probably <laughs> more of it's probably more of the same. And yo, that shit sucked. Did you not know what you were going in there for? <laughs> yeah, but the completionist in you wants to go see them. You know what I mean? Trust I wasn't me. I'm talking about you, Ed. I, I'm just saying. I, I feel personally attacked because I do I that. I wasn't talking about you, Ed. I was I'm talking not about specifically you, Ed. <laughs> Well, I was definitely I talking that. about random people. I Even was definitely DC not movies. talking about you. I know, I know you like the pain. I know, I know I you enjoy. Apparently, it. I do. Apparently, I do. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> yeah, it's that's why I do it. I keep returning and thinking maybe this one's going to be better, but it never is. So I don't know. It's it it's like a better. it's like a bad relationship. It just keeps going back to, and they just like, and the movies are just like, no, come back. We promise we'll be good to you. We'll be better this time. You guys don't know how Justice League was when you're not around. You guys don't understand. He's really, Justice League is really nice to me when you're not around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. DC's really good to me when you guys aren't around. Didn't you see all the Batman movies they gave me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shouldn't make jokes or light of uh domestic abuse. No, no, but, no. Uh so sorry, we're not trying to be insensitive. But no, you no. are but in it a is toxic a relationship with like that comic book movies. <laughs> he's just like he's like I Toxic relationship. That's true. Sad but true. It is sad but true. Shit. I keep watching the Titans. I was talking about. I was talking about SNM. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even want it. I don't even. Want it. How are you doing it? The mask on Ed. You know, put the zip it up. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want the mask with the zipper. <laughs> okay. All well, right. Before we get too far well, down that rabbit hole, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, those are some strange things that we were just talking about. Those are strange, <laughs> very strange things. But yes. there are stranger things. There are. <laughs> That's a good segue. Good segue, right? <laughs> with with the save, with the save. Oh God! And with that. We did see a new trailer for Stranger Things. Um, again, I'm already. I was before I saw anything about this. I was in the bag. It looks really, really good. I'm really excited for this to come back. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, it's not giving us a whole lot of what's going on story wise, but I'm okay with that because I don't need a lot to know. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, the, the fact that they're time jumping a bit and it's going to be set in California a bit, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, everything about it, there's not a whole lot to say about it. I just think it looks really good and I'm really excited for when it comes back. Yeah. It looks like more Stranger Things, which is all you yeah. really want. <laughs> That's what I want. More the Stranger kids, Things. The kids look older. Yeah. Which they should. Um, and I think we're getting it next summer. So yeah. still got to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> the thing that I liked about that trailer was it seemed all hopeful and cutesy and mm-hmm. everything. And then it was like, it's going to be the best spring break ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then just smash cut to like all types just of all chaos. things. And yeah. then I'm like, um, yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no official release date on it as of right now. It just says mid-2022. So. Uh, as of last week, Netflix tweeted out summer 2022. Okay, so yeah, the middle of the year. Uh, and also, we got all nine episode titles. Oh, okay. They've released them too? Uh, the most... One the ones that caught my eye. Episode one is called Ooh, the Hellfire Club. I'm looking at that now. Awesome. Which, I mean, we've already gotten X Men stuff in the show. Yeah. So that's another cool one. Number two, Vecna's Curse, which is a D and D thing. So ah. I'm guessing that's going to be something to do with all that. They're going to uh, get the, to play D and D again. The monster and the superhero, probably going to be something with Eleven. Maybe her duality. Yeah. Uh, Dear Billy is interesting because that's the older brother that got taken over by. Right. The one who at the end you find out he's not so bad. But he is the worst. (laughs) And also the massacre at Hawkins Lab. Yeah, that's cool. Like there's a lot of really like if you sit there, you could probably dig into all these episode titles. But Hmm. it's cool just to see that we're getting nine episodes. I'm, but even I'm sure there's a YouTube video that's already broken it all down. Probably goes all into it. Like I'm okay. telling you, man, some of these some of these breakdowns are so on point mm-hmm. that now I'm starting to not watch the breakdowns before the movie. Yes, because New Rockstar, yeah. New Rockstar is on point, dude, <laughs> with most of the stuff they watch, and it's like. They're hitting so, and uh, you know, props to those guys. They're doing, doing, doing their uh, work there. But like, even after the movie comes out, the minutia they find in these things that they mm-hmm. do, and after after it's released, it's crazy. They're they're really, but I mean, most of the predictions that they make and trying to string along what the the story is going to be, most of the time they're pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. So I will be uh, avoiding any kind of videos that try to do that for this because i want to be kind of surprised on this you know well yeah definitely can't wait for this more more stranger things more 11 more duffer brothers well new rock stars already broke down the the, the latest trip the next trailer too oh wow i'm telling you man they they are on point i don't know how where to get the time and and like the resources this is this is what they do they literally it's when it when you're when when that that they're not like just creators at this point this is literally a business for them. This is like True. what they do. True. This is like this is like them being like the CBS News. 
Like, yeah, like, right. True. You know what I mean? Like they literally, they go see the movies, they break it down. They see the movies like twice. They, they get their, they get their own special copy or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Cause I mean, there's stuff that, uh, what's his name? Eric Voss, I think his name is. Um, he is just like, I don't know. Cause there was a movie that he was reviewing and he's like saying lines from it. I'm like, he, he must've either recorded the whole movie, like with an audio recorder and like, listen back to it or something. Cause I don't know how he could possibly know this where he saw it. Like you said, two, three times already to be able to know it. Cause he probably or has a screener or something. Seen it with the, like, well, yeah. or, like four of them go to see it. True. You know, yeah, and some people true. are there writing down specific lines some people are saying you know they got one it's it's a group thing man yeah it's a group effort well yeah i'm I'm definitely going to be avoiding any kind of spoilers for this new season i I like going into most of these uh with knowing very very little not one person we didn't see in the trailers one person we didn't see in the trailer at all was hopper yeah, I think they're going to try to keep him a mystery. What's going on with him? Yeah. Um. Until until the season actually drops. But yeah, he's uh, and he's so good. Yeah. He's really really good in that role. Uh, and <laughs> other things too, but mostly in that role, he's amazing. Can't wait for it. Um, from strange things. Another trailer to drop this week that got me really really interested. <laughs> yes. From strange things to strange people, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Morbius trailer dropped, and the second Morbius trailer actually. This had me really excited, honestly. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. It, it looks really good. It looks way better than any any of the Venom or Venom Let There Be Carnage. It looks really dope. I can't wait for it. Oh yeah, like I think this is the character Jared Leto should have been playing instead of playing Joker the entire time. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. Like 100%. he looks, he looks like Michael Morbius, mm-hmm. and then when we see the transformation, it looks great. Yeah, he looks really cool. Um, one thing that I like, we don't know what's going to happen in in the movie, obviously, but uh-huh. I'm really wondering how they're going to introduce him into the greater. MCU slash Sony Marvel stuff. Um, it seems like there's already multiverse stuff going on in this movie because you yep. got Michael Keaton's Vulture, you got the Sam Raimi Spider Man on the wall, you got the Oscorp building from the um, web movies. It's really odd. It's an, an odd amalgamation of of all these movies in this. It's odd. Different building though different yeah. building but it's same font which yeah, is it's the same font but definitely different building yeah he, I, I know I, I noticed that too but he also name drops venom oh right because he yeah, says i'm that he says i'm venom and they also reference the san francisco incident or is it san francisco or san diego they, san francisco yeah san francisco and then, then there was the stuff up the top of the um newspaper which one was about Rhino. One was about Black Cat, I think. Mm-hmm. Were they the only two, or did I miss one? I think, I think those are the only two. two. Yeah. Um, the Black Cat one's very obvious and, like, kind of alludes to the character. The mm-hmm. other one's more of, like, a, I guess, like an Easter egg or a reference. 
because it's not talking about the supervillain rhino. It says there was a rhino escape at a zoo. But I mean, that could just be foreshadowing something that's coming down the line. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the trailer looks amazing. The, yeah. And I agree wholeheartedly. I, I think that Jared Leto is well more well suited to play Michael Morbius as opposed to the Joker. He's his Joker's, you know, universally bad. I think everybody can agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited. I just, I just, I just need to see how how this, this plays out because (laughs) they've done a good job of not playing uh, of showing us a villain. And that is a good. Yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can almost like see it. Um, uh, I can at least, or I I think I know what who the villain's going to be, but that's just my opinion. Um, I feel I know like- who's going to be the villain. I just don't. We don't know what they look like, other than yeah, their their normal their human form. Yeah, yeah, right. It would be awesome if they did some really off the wall wild shit and just like incorporated like you know dracula or blade into the movie somehow they won't but that would be awesome there's actually a rumor that um that blade might show up in um moon Knight. that's what i heard yeah Mm -hmm. um and again it makes perfect sense uh yep they're both uh midnight suns uh aren't they under that line so that makes sense yeah and yeah so i can't i can't wait to see what this movie's going to bring i i highly doubt that there's going to be any big revelations in the movie but you never know there could be an extra or an after credits stinger kind of like they had in venom so you know oh, there's definitely going to be one of those you yeah there's going to be gag on while there's going to be one of those yeah there's definitely going to be stuff i think it looks good i think the action we've seen so far in the trailer looks very good uh, I'm just excited to see where they go with it because it looks like it's connected to things and with the way the next Spidey movie goes, we don't know what's going to happen <laughs> going from here. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, it feels like every couple of years this happens, though, and they try to re renegotiate and all that stuff. So hopefully that happens. I don't know. Don't know exactly what's going on. The, the funny part is, is that like every we're all shocked and like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God, we can't believe this is happening. And it's like Marvel sitting Marvel and Sony is both sitting back right now, waiting for all that money to come in. Like, y'all so stupid. Y'all really thought we was fighting like 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 like, like we y'all really thought we was fighting. Is- no, we were setting all of this up. All of this shit, all of this crazy shit that's about to happen is what we were negotiating months for. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, and, and, and mind's oh. blown. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Just, yeah. It's like they forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. It's just, oh, it's yeah. just like, people literally just like all this. All the it's like it may not be. And it like like Kevin Feige said, it may not be exactly what people are expecting, but some stuff is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Guess we're just gonna have to sit and wait and see what happens with all this stuff, but not too much longer. Yeah, not long at all, honestly. I'm I can't believe it's already, you know, 
whatever today, fourth week of the fifth. Jesus, time is flying. Um, but anyway, uh, from one movie that I was super excited to see a trailer for to a movie that I was very, very disappointed in. Uh, we got to see The Eternals. I think Brian has not checked it out as of yet, but doesn't really intend to anytime soon. But me and Tone wanted to discuss it. So we're just going to have a quick review of The Eternals. And uh, I haven't heard yet what you thought. We haven't spoken off mic. So what did you think about this, Tone? Um, I'm on the opposite spectrum from you. I really like this movie. Wow. This is crazy. I don't even believe this. Yep. I- I've had a few people say that they liked it. And this is just, this is shocking to me. Yeah. Um, I, but go ahead. I, I, I want to see what you liked. Cause I, I, I really liked it. I think they gave us a better justice league movie than what we got out of a justice league movie. <laughs> That's my first, my first note is literally, this is very DC in all the wrong way. Uh, uh, in the worst ways. I just, I can't stand it. Makari was way better as a Flash than any version of the Flash. Uh, outside of outside of CW Flash. I think the way that they show her using her super speed oh, her, her, is her, how super that, speed yeah. should be done in movies. Like that, cool, that. that Quicksilver scene is cool one time mm-hmm. it's overdone now and yeah, that's not super speed that's slowing down time right the way she uses her super speed that's how a speedster uses their super speed she was beating his ass at the end mm-hmm. they had a cyborg that was better than their cyborg they had a wonder woman who was on par with their wonder woman superman you want to do bad Superman? They did bad Superman better than Superman in Justice League. Wait, wait. Who was their cyborg? Fastos. Okay. Because all his stuff was tech-based, so he was throwing at the big finale fight like he was throwing tech stuff at Icarus because Icarus turned mm-hmm. on them, which that's the big thing. Spoiler alert. Um, we're, we're talking about yeah, the movie. We're like, going to jump into spoiler yeah um i mean that was something i saw coming a mile away even from the trailers to be honest i think we even talked about that uh i like i specifically like that this movie dealt with good and evil in ways that no other marvel movie has done yet because they think they're doing good the entire time and then there's the whole dichotomy, the the uh, the deviant. Like, was the was that deviant truly evil? That they they dealt with things that no other Marvel movie has dealt with. If you're saying this is the worst Marvel movie, so you would watch you would watch Thor: The Dark World and Iron Man two over this movie. Absolutely, I I don't understand how. The, the only movie I the end credit scenes I don't even think I dis- this movie. <laughs> that is well when I when I get to to my time to talk I, I wanted to allow you to say what you wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to cut you off, but I agree 100. percent 
the end credit scenes of this movie, the final battle and the end credit scenes of this were really, really good. That being said, the first hour and 40 minutes of this movie was the most boring nonsense. I just, I, I, I hated it. Honestly, I really did. I, I think I need to rewatch it just to get a better gauge on what exactly I disliked and why I was so bored and the writing I didn't care for. I will say that you're right with the, uh, the Justice League comparison. I agree with that. I think visually this movie was amazing. I think that the scope and the cinematography and all that stuff was, it was really well done. I mean, she's a, a great filmmaker. I just didn't like the actual story. The characters were all okay. I thought that the humor was really forced. Not that they had a lot of it in there, but I kind of thought that was part of the problem because like I said, it, it reminds me of a DC movie in all the worst ways where it's boring and overstuffed with exposition and just kind of no real heart to it. I don't know. Again, I know they were trying to go for that specifically with the core relationship in the movie between Icarus and uh, Gemma Chan's character. Cersei. Um, Cersei. <laughs> thank you. Um, I just didn't feel it. I, I honestly, if everything it started in the very first frame of the movie, when it was just a scroll telling you what was going on, I was like, this is lazy to me. Again, I know what they were trying to go for, but a lot of it was just so much exposition and so much, in my opinion, boring exposition where I was like, I don't think you need to do all of this. And but I don't know. counterpoint, you sure. do. You These do. are characters no one knows about general public and even comic book people. A lot of them don't know about the Eternals. You need to put all this stuff in like they had to do a lot cover a lot in this movie no i i understand that and they had to not only just cover them they had to introduce the celestials which i think is going to be a bigger thing later in the mcu like i think there's so much setup in this movie which is what this movie was for i think this was the setup for the bigger things that are going to happen later in the mcu which a lot of the original MCU movies, there's a lot of exposition stuff because they're setting things up. The only thing is this movie didn't have a lot of action in it. And I, I think okay that's why it's not having a lot of action. I, I That's not my criticism. It was and I see what you're saying. And you're right to an extent. I just don't think that all that exposition and world building needed to be so boring i felt like it could have been done in a more yeah, fun it, way i didn't think it was boring i think they handled it the right way and if you and i know you have read the neil game and eternals mm -hmm. we read it uh for comic book club there's a lot of exposition in that book it's ve a very wordy book and actually yeah. i like the change that they made in this movie 
to what they are instead of just being, oh, these spirits that just take over people's bodies. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I mean, that wasn't anything that stood out to me super hard. Like, no, yeah, it's not. It's nothing crazy, but it's a it's a change that was like, OK. That's a cool change. And the Celestials looked awesome, too. Oh, no. The, again, visually. Oh, yeah. Visually. It was movie. it was amazing. And, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from that. And the score was really good. It was just the plot points, in my opinion, were weak. And the characterizations were all just kind of cardboard cutout. And the relationships were seemed just kind of forced to me. Again, they can only do so much. And the movie was long. And I still thought that it needed more time to set up that these people are actually have known each other for years and love one another. And it just didn't, it just didn't feel to me. And it's just my opinion. It just didn't feel to me that that was accurately portrayed again. It's, you know, I, I do need a second watch on this and I may be swayed by the end of our conversation here that maybe there were things that were better than I'm giving them credit for. It's just overall, I just thought that the concept was just much better than the overall product that was delivered. It's funny that you said that uh, about, you know, you felt that it needed more time because my friend said he enjoyed it, but he felt that it should have been a series so that everything had more time to breathe. Um, and it wasn't so exposition heavy because they could have showed you a little bit more. Um, yeah, but um, I think the other reviews work. that I actually read, that a lot of even in the movie said that it's dense. The movie itself it is. is dense. And yeah. so that that's that's a that's a thing that 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 it really is. It's may not be as bad as you think. It's just it's just not it's just the, the way they went about it for you doesn't work. Yeah, and I mean again, it just it didn't work for me. And it's not everybody's not gonna feel that way. Obviously, Tone didn't feel that way. It just when I left that movie, I was just like totally, totally like depressed i was like jesus so, i wanted to see this for so long and just felt like it was just not good at all i i turned to i went with my mother-in-law to see and i turned to her, i said was that marvel's first really bad movie and she's like yeah that was awful again just our our opinions but i don't know there was there was good stuff to it and i like i said i look i really love the end credit scene and the or the mid credit stinger and the end credit scene just because there's a lot of awesome world building that they did with those two scenes. So, Brian, um, we won't be seeing Eros in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because we got him in this. They okay. introduce him. They introduce him in a very, very cool way. Yeah, we get um, Which. Yeah. Yeah, we got Harry Styles in full arrow gear and Patton Oswalt as Pip the Troll. Yeah. <laughs> CGI Pip the Troll. Yeah. And those two that that were great. face that you're making right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. When those two showed up, oh, yeah. even though I kind of knew it was coming because I think they leaked it online, I 
he looks great in the role. He he does. delivered it really. He delivered it really well. The lines he was saying, you're kind of like, okay, this dude's yep. got a certain swagger that I I believe 100 as as a Star Fox. So I was in 100. I was like, okay, he looks really cool and he sounds really cool and I want to see more of him. Um, they set up a lot of stuff that in this movie does do some filling in the gaps and filling in things that happened in other movies like Endgame, the underwater earthquakes that were mentioned. That mm-hmm. is directly uh, okay. a part of this. So I was saying the celestial that they stopped from being born visually, mm-hmm. it reminded me of the God killer armor. Like what parts we got to see. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if potentially that could be something that happens with that because you could have people coming from all over the galaxy. Like, there's a celestial in this planet. We can get that out and use it. Yeah, that's true too. There's also we do, know, that's we do know this doesn't take place while anything else that we've seen has is going on because no one references a celestial body yeah. like coming out of the ocean. Yeah, and that's that's a, a a going. It has to be a big plot point in yeah. anything else going forward. You know what I mean? It it just it's a gigantic thing that's coming out of the earth now. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one thing I was thinking was, so the plan was that the celestials are basically using planets as wombs for to birth new celestials is really what it comes down to and they were lying to these eternals the whole time um telling them that they were like their heroes safeguard humanity and tell them that they're heroes but really they're ushering in the destruction of uh, a civilization which again concept wise that is a very good concept and again the whole thing with the snap the reason they don't want them to get involved with anything is because they need the population to get to a certain point so when the snap happened it set the celestial back five years so then when everyone That's came back doing. it brought everything back to oh it's prime time for things to happen now. so that's the other thing that retroactively makes thanos more of a hero than a villain because what if he knew of this because he's a he is an eternal with a deviant gene. Mm-hmm. So he knows. He knows just as well as Star Fox knows, because we know that Star Fox knows about this at the end of this movie. Yep. Eternals all know of this grand design, basically. So Thanos may have found out about this and was doing what he thought was the right thing to do in getting rid of not just his original plan of, oh, overpopulation is bad kill everyone i think you had something more to do about this directly overpopulation is bad because it ends worlds through celestials yes not just what we originally thought and knew Mm -hmm. it could be retroactive or like they i'm sure it's not retroactive on marvel's part because they've probably been thinking about this for fucking five six years but that's very give a new yeah it gives a new spin to what thanos was possibly doing that's very cool. 
Um, and that again, I, I really like that. And I like that thought that was put in my head, like, Oh shit, maybe Thanos really wasn't as bad as we thought he was. Maybe he was doing what he thought was the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second, the after credits trailer or the after credits scene I lost my mind when I heard that voice. See, now that's the thing. When I was in the theater, I didn't know who it was. Initially. Oh, I, I knew immediately. Okay, so let's not let's tell uh, let's tell Brian what. So, happened. Brian, I'm going to set up this post credit scene because the entire movie we don't get Kit Harrington in Black Knight anything. Mm-hmm. But they set up when uh, at the end of the movie, him and because him and Cersei have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So again, a woman stuck between two Stark boys. Um, yes, absolutely. But at the end of the movie, Ar- uh, yeah, Arisham, that's the celestial. Yeah, that's the celestial that made them. Arisham comes and takes the celestials that are still on Earth away. And he says he's going to let things Eternal. play out on Earth and he's going to come back and judge them because he is Arisham the judge. My, before we even get into the post credit scene, my theory going forward is this is how we get, we get Galactus. Because mm. they send Galactus as the, as the person to deal out the punishment to Earth. Okay. That's that's good. I like that. Yeah, that would make total sense. But he takes the Celestials that are, I mean, no, the Eternals that are still on Earth back with him because a couple of them left. That's how we get to see the Star Fox scene. Athena, uh, Makari, and Druig are the ones that left in the ship. And to go out and search for, they're out search searching for, for other Eternals. Search for more Eternals, which they find Star Fox. Mm-hmm. So, but then we get the second post-credit scene because when all the stuff happens with Cersei getting taken, he's right there and he sees it happen. Mm-hmm. And he was getting ready to tell her something about his family, but he never gets to say it. So then we cut to a scene with him in a study somewhere. And there's a box sitting on this table. He finally, op- we hear like voices coming off of the box. He finally opens it. It's the ebony blade. He starts hearing the voices. He's going to touch it. And right when he goes to touch it, a voice says, you sure you want to do that? And it's Mahershala Ali. Yeah. So I we didn't... got our first blade confirmed in here i lost my mind i heard people in the theater saying oh it's nick fury it's dr strange i'm like how how are you guys thinking it's these people i know that voice (laughs) are they in england uh are in england yeah they are in in england but he just says are you sure you want to do that we don't see him we don't hear his voice i cannot explain how much i lost my shit during that part of no now, with that being said, that makes him show that that whole him yep. showing up on the Moon Knight rumor sounds even more plausible. Mm-hmm. And I could even see oh, a Black Knight Disney Plus series. Yeah, I could see that, that too. Would be awesome. I could definitely see that. And we Good could times. have Blade just showing up in these things until he gets his movie. Yeah. <sighs> 
I thought that that voice was Jeffrey Wright as Uatu when I, because mm. I didn't know who it was. And then afterwards it was revealed that it was Blade. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's huge, huge drop. I mean, obviously we didn't get to see him, but I was like, wow, that's Just really the- cool. I um, really cannot wait for him as Blade. I, I, I me neither. I'm like, just oh, oh, so excited. He's going yeah. to bring so much to this character. He's going to chew up scenes. <laughs> oh God. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm so excited, and like, oh, <laughs> uh, like I said, I heard his voice say that. I was like, because I was with uh, Kevin and Preston, and I was just sitting there like, oh my fucking god! I was like, that was Blade. That was fucking Blade. <laughs> like I just kept repeating, and I heard people like around me saying, "Oh yeah, it was Doctor Strange." I'm like, "No." I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna actually rewatch the Blade anime. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited for Star Fox and Pip yeah. Patrol. Uh, one thing I didn't get to talk about: Bill Skarsgård was great as the Deviant. See, I didn't even know that was him yep. until afterwards. Um, counterpoint. That Deviant and all the Deviants in the movie were fucking terrible. I think they looked cool. And once he transformed, they look like the Deviants we see, except for like actual like full body like Deviants. Like he was the only one that got to change. And whole- also <sighs> it made sense with the, the story they were telling because every deviant was some sort of chimera hybrid thing which is hey we have mana cores you know why we have mana cores because they're fucking deviants there's a griffin it's a deviant that's what they were setting up through this whole movie is everything that happened like mythology wise it's them yeah oh, everything okay. i knew which that is why they kept on like that like the even the kid says oh you're the you're the goddess of war athena and she's like you dropped the a yeah I mean, I knew that, but and what you say kind of makes sense, and I'll go with that. But I thought the actual design of them was garbage. I thought that it looked like a basket, like they're they were basically creepy just, alien things. Oh, they they were so fucking dumb looking. I mean, again, I don't know what I would have rather had, but it wasn't that. And I think when they had him in like the more human looking form, it just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't scary. It wasn't. Like I don't know. Skarsgård. Sort of, kind of, not really, though. Um, at his face. If you go back uh, and look at it. Sort of, kind of. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't care about them. I thought they were fucking terrible design. They didn't really. They were just. You know, in like beat em ups, like video games. Yeah. They're, they're not, just. That's they weren't the real bad the guys. Right. Which. If they would have had a clearly more clearly defined them as villains and then swerved to it being Icarus, who's the actual, you know, quote unquote villain, because he's not actually a villain. No, he thinks Arishim's he's doing the right thing. Yes, he thinks he's doing the right thing in, yeah. you know, for the greater so good. The best way I see it, I'm going to use D&D logic here. Uh Icarus is lawful good. He believes okay. he's doing the right thing by the law, which is Arisham. He believes everything. 
Cersei is neutral good because she's trying to do things for the greater good, not just for mm-hmm. what she wants. Then we have Druig, who is chaotic good. Because he's willing to do bad things for the better of the people, which is as we see with him using his powers of mind control to control people to get them to do the right thing. He was my favorite character in this whole movie. Oh, he's the best character in this movie. He's awesome. Like he has the coolest power, which could easily make him a villain, which they usually do make him the villain out of all. I like that. I like that. I like that they didn't make him the villain in this because that's the easy thing to do. Look at like that. you made him we you agreed. made him actually better than the guy that's Superman for all intents and purposes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I thought he I thought he was by far the best character in the movie. And I really liked the guy who played him as well. Oh Harry yeah, Keegan he was awesome. Token, yeah, I liked his really accent every and, time he spoke. I'm like, yeah, yeah. just keep talking, dude. <laughs> That, that's another thing, like, you know, everything is all about inclusion now and stuff like that. I think that the way that they cast this movie with a bunch of diverse people, actors, all of them are using their native, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the accent and stuff like that, which I thought added like a flair to it. Like, I thought that was cool, except for uh, Angelina Jolie. I don't know what that is. That's, that's just like that's Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah, she's like kind of British, but not maybe. I don't know. I like, um, but yeah, that, they also had the Macari uh, gay representation, she, which was good. They had deaf representation, which was cool. Yeah, like she was um, using sign yeah, language. I, so I liked all that. Um, again, again, I, I, I just, think she, I, she was awesome. The way they did super speed with her was. So fucking cool. That they showed all their powers was very yeah, good. Th- it was very that, cool. That final fight scene was so well choreographed. And then just oh, laid out, like that, that, everything in that final fight scene. Like again, I like I don't want to keep harping on the Justice League similarities, but, no, but it was it's very there and yeah. they just did it better like that whole fight scene is the fight scene they wanted in the middle of justice league and they didn't yeah. get it <laughs> yeah no wow. i agree i agree um one thing that i have to go we're talking about it it's now kingo i was expecting going into this movie to be my favorite character because i love camille and johnny and i thought that he would be the comic relief but it was just so disjointed. The, I was the, very sad that he wasn't in that final fight. <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. Why was he not in that final fight? I don't Why? understand. There's no fucking reason for it. None. Like his, for it. his character, it made sense. Like in character, he didn't want to go against Icarus, but he also didn't want to no, go against no, the other one. So sense. he didn't want to fight them. He didn't want to fight anybody. I don't. But it's like you should them. you should still have chosen a side because. His power was cool the way it manifested too. It was cool, but it was a, it was very similar to both Icarus and Fastos to a degree. Well, yeah, I, I mean, to a point, like Icarus pretty much had all their powers at some yeah. in some little bit of degree. Like he he had the super speed, but he can fly too. He's the only one that could fly. Yeah, 
and he had the eye lasers. Like that was his big thing was the eye lasers, but he also had he also had super strength, which uh Gilgamesh had, but Gilgamesh was way cooler <laughs> when he used Gilgamesh it. Gilgamesh was cool. I kind of forgot it's funny because do we want to spoil that? Do we need? To? I mean, I feel like we're we're spoiling pretty much we're, everything. We're so far into it. So yeah. So the two people, and I knew right off the bat, even from as early as the the first couple of trailers, I knew Icarus would be the bad guy. I just knew it, and I knew that Ajax was going to be killed, and both of those things happen. Icarus kills Ajax because. He's trying to keep the plan of and Ajax wanted to tell them. Yeah. And Ajax wanted to tell them what was going on. And he was like, nope, your things up, got to off you. So he kills her. And then later in the movie, Gilgamesh is killed. So two of the members of the team are offed pretty not not quickly, but I mean she was probably in the first 45 minutes and then yeah, he was she, maybe at the hour 10 mark. She wasn't in the movie very much. Like a lot of her stuff was flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing about the movie that I didn't really care for was, and it's the same reason that I kind of dislike Captain Marvel, the, the nonlinear storytelling. And I know why they had to do it here. It, it makes sense. I just thought it was clunky in my it's just the way i yeah i, I mean movie. like i wish they would have just like kept it linear and like this is all the stuff in the past now we're back now we're in the present yeah like at least had it been like here we're in the present then we get the past stuff in the middle and then go back to the present day exactly it was just like, um, like past present day past present day present day past it was like fucking all over the place i didn't care for that i but back to I was really sad Gilgamesh died because <laughs> yeah, because he was a cool actor. character. I like I love that yeah. actor, and like it's like he gets his big like American movie debut. Yeah, and he's dead now. <laughs> and I actually I thought the relationship between him and Thena was the most well developed in the whole movie. It was which be- way is better why, than like, any other when, when the deviant uses it later on her. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, she's dead. Yeah. And then I she, really was, hope, she I really did hope one of the coolest like serious. kill scenes in that movie, though. With that fucking I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad he just said that because I know who Gilgamesh is, and I really hope he gets more stuff. Yeah. Oh I yeah, really he's like he's definitely gonna get more stuff because he's he's definitely a standout in this movie. Okay. Yeah, he was really good. Um again. <sighs> and the, it the wasn't thing the is the actors' like, problems. In a movie with all these different actors, he was one of the standouts. Him and Druig, which aren't like they're not big names, and no, you're that, in that, this in this movie with like big names, like those are the guys that stood out to me. Yeah, he was my second favorite as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I really, I really thought that Barry Keegan killed it. Ed, he was awesome. Ed, yeah, you waver it. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not I'm not trying to take a hard stance on this, being like, oh, don't see this movie. It's shit. I just was like, Marvel's better than this movie, I feel. And I think it, it's I think it's better than Dark World. I disagree. It's easily better than Dark World because Dark World is only good for the first half of that movie. <laughs> the second half of that movie is garbage because everything happens way too fast. 
This is Again, also better than Iron Man 2. Quite a while. No, Iron Man 2 is awesome. I, I disagree. I, I I really enjoy Iron Man 2. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I like it. Um, I don't know. Again, it's just my opinion. It's just my taste of how I like things, but I really I didn't like it. And I, I, I still, that Kingo shit bothered me. I left the movie like, yeah, why? the fact he that he was there? like there for most of the movie and then just like for the big fight, he was like, nah, I'm going to peace out now. Yeah. Like, why even have him in it? You know, other than the it fact like, that he's part of the main team, you know what, what? I mean? It's made no sense. What? <laughs> like, even if they had done what I thought they were going to do, which is him talk, you know, how he had his man servant guy there, mm-hmm. have him kind of talk to him and be like, listen. I know you don't want to get involved, but they're your family. You need to get involved. And then him show up at the end to kind of like save somebody. I was expecting that. It didn't happen. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, or if they had reversed his leaving with Estos leaving, him being like, I want to save this planet, but I don't think we're going to win. And I want to spend the last couple of hours with my family, my husband and my son. And everybody would have, you know, kind of understood that and been like, yeah, that's probably the best thing for you. And he could have been the one to exit if you even needed to do that. But you don't just have them all there. Have them all there. It It makes no sense. Why it doesn't work for Fastos is because his husband was the one that told him to go in the first place. I'm not. Yeah, I'm saying if they had written it differently, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you need somebody to be out of this fight, which you don't, A, but if you do. He would be the one that I would have taken out of the fight. Also, they had those bracelets, which kind of look like the Shang-Chi bracelets a little bit. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So I'm wondering if they're going to be like a spinoff of the Negabands. That's another thing, too. Like, there's so much that could be... That, that that could be potentially setting up here from this. Yeah, it could come from this. And it, like I said, the, the last act of this movie and the after credit scenes, I really enjoyed. It was just all the stuff leading up to like if I watch it on at home, I'll probably fast forward through the first hour. <laughs> hey, I've already seen it, so I know what's going on. But it's one of those movies where I will not watch it beginning to end again because I just don't find it very interesting or engaging. And again, just my opinion, but that's your right. Yeah, yeah, that's my right. It is I'm your right. That's right. Things you don't, you don't have to and like again, it. Again, I, I think it. I liked it enough for both it. of us. Yeah, <laughs> I see that all three. I guess. Yeah. Um. But again, I I want people to see it just because I feel like it's a Marvel movie. The completionist in me wants to say, "Yeah, go watch it." I feel like people need to see it just because of all the stuff it's setting up. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and those two, en- those two end credit scenes alone are worth seeing the movie. But, but then again, give it a few days and that'll be on the internet. So you could just watch them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I really, it was a disappointment. It was a letdown for me. And I thought it was the second misstep Marvel made 
so far, which is the first, obviously, was the Inhumans because that was just awful. We don't talk about the Inhumans. So <laughs> now that we know that you disliked it and he I liked like it. it. Yeah, Tone like where you're the tiebreaker, Brian. I, I I'm I'll see it when it hits when it hits uh Disney Plus. So uh we're doing uh something else now because you guys have talked a long time about this about how much you we have we you, have you 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 don't no I'm just kidding. let our feelings seriously out. um we're moving on to, to to some other stuff that we think should be made into movies that's lesser known because the Eternals was out of nowhere even when they first yeah. announced it I was shocked like I was yeah. I was like that's an interesting pick but that's 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 more than just an interesting pick like how did you even get that green lit yeah yeah it's because they had so much good grace going into it that they could really make anything so well what would you like what would you guys like to if you had some good grace with somebody that you could just walk up into a studio and be like hey i think this could make y'all some money well, what would y'all pitch okay 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 what are your so, top three are we doing uh, an honorable mention anything. here it could be anything movie series animated series are we doing an honorable mention here also? Do you have an honorable mention, Ed? Yeah, to- I'll go top three with an honorable mention. Sure. Sure. You sure? <laughs> sure you don't want to do sure you don't want to do two honorable mentions? I do have okay. two honorable mentions listed, but I'm only gonna go with one honorable you sure? mention. You, okay. He's gonna I, go I, with I can top do, ten. Actually. I can do I can do two honorable mentions. Tone, can you do two 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 honorable mentions? I could. Okay. So then we'll do two honorable mentions. See, All look, right. now you don't see Ed just share. We won't shun you. We you won't do. shun every you. Time I, every time I try to share more than one. one we won't uh, shun you. Well, no, you got to let us know so that we can in. have more to because, talk about. Because you try to sneak them in. That's not why we have an issue. You try to sneak them in. You don't give us any warning they're coming. You just be like, oh, and by the way. <laughs> it's conversational. I just try to pepper it in, pepper it in through the conversation. That's all. So, so actually, this like, is our top it's, five. It's not, then it's, it's not. It's not our fault. It's not our fault if if we don't have anything to pepper in. Yeah, yeah pepper right. in. Exactly. <laughs> if, if we don't have anything to pepper in, it's all our fault. We yeah. gotta get some pepper. Pretty much. Pretty right. much. Get, yeah. Get your pepper. Get your pepper. So, <laughs> if we're doing a top five, it get seems shake around. Yeah, I'll start with my uh, my number your five. Your second runner up. Second runner up. Uh, Once in Future. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a really good book. Um, I, I like that. I haven't read past the first volume. But uh, I like Once in Future, for those who do not know, is a very dark modern interpretation of Arthurian myth. Uh, so we get to see a very different take on King Arthur than what we're used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, it takes place in present day in England. Uh, I personally think this would be good as, I think it would work as a movie or a series. The reason I would want to see it as a movie more than a series would be because the budget would most likely be bigger. Mm. and like they could do stuff like the questing beast and have it not look like bad cg <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, I, but I also like, I think it would benefit from a series because this is an ongoing comic series that is still going on. Um, but yeah, that's my first honorable mention. My second runner up. Want me to go into my next one? Yeah. Well, All right. Well, get the, let's get the honorable mentions out of the way. All right. Uh, my second honorable mention is Witches. By uh, Scott Witches. Snyder. Oh, Witches. that Witches. Witches. Witches with a Y. Oh, okay. That was a cool book. Uh, that's another one where it's like, I pretty much anything Scott Snyder writes <laughs> that's not superhero stuff, even mm-hmm. though I do read his superhero stuff, like I will read because that man knows how to write horror in comic book form. Uh, and Witches was based on a childhood uh, place he used to go to where he would like see these creepy trees and everything. And like he thought they were witches. Uh, this, I think, would definitely be good as a television series maybe with uh mike flanagan on to Mm -hmm. you know like as director (laughs) you know get him on there netflix you know call mike flanagan up get scott snyder you know get witches (laughs) get get it made (laughs) it would be very good the witches in this are creepy looking yeah they are very creepy looking like very long limbs and Actually, there's a a movie that came out not that long ago that I think I actually watched for the first time last year called The Wretched mm-hmm. that kind of borrowed elements from this same version of Witches that Scott Snyder had in here. Uh, like the whole thing with uh, the trees and everything and kidnapping children and all that stuff. That was... That's the closest I've gotten to actually seeing his stuff, this uh, story being adapted. So, uh, yeah, I would really, really love to see that adapted. And the art in that book is very good and very creepy. Three for me is Rat Queens. Oh, I know of it, but I've never read it. Rat Queens is one of the, like, it's a legitimately funny book, but the action and the art in it is very good. Also, it's about these four uh, in the first volume, these four female uh, adventurers in a fantasy world. You have a necromancer, a dwarf uh, warrior, a half, whatever their version of halfling was. I can't remember. Uh, that's like a rogue. And you have uh, a human wizard. But it's it's very irreverent, very like uh, provocative. It's it's a lot of fun, and I think this per- personally, I think this would make a great animated series, especially with all the adult animation we've been getting lately that has been doing very well, like uh, Invincible, like the Harley Quinn uh, animated series. I think this would fit in with that very well. Is very bloody at times. Uh, and like I said, they're very crass and crude with their humor, but it's very, very good. 
it's a lot of fun. That book, I highly recommend it if you're into fantasy in even the slightest. Like, you will like that book. Cool. That sounds really good. I think an animated series of that would be awesome. Yeah, like, that's exactly how I pictured it because the character designs are so, like, not saying they couldn't do a live action series, but I, I feel like they could. They could get people that look like them. But I think animated is the perfect way to go uh, just because of how stylized those characters in that world is. So my number five, or if you want to call it my first runner up, second runner up, whatever you want to call it, uh, would be the Outsiders, the DC team. Um, All my picks that I got were just on the thought of Eternals being a team. And that's where I went with it. Um, but I think that the Outsiders would be cool to see as a TV series. I think that I really enjoyed the Black Lightning series and having that version of Black Lightning be in the series with those other characters introduced would be really cool. Um, I just he's, he's supposed to be leading them in the comics now. Yeah, that's what I would go with, actually. I would go with him as the leader. Um, you know, you could go with any of the iterations of the team, but I think that there's a few people that, you know, you need to have on that team. And he's definitely number one for me. Um, you know, there's Geoforce was always like a favorite of mine and as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think that he would be, you know, one of the guys I'd, I'd want on the team. And then also Katana, who – they kind of did nothing with in the movie um, Suicide Squad, but I think she's a cool character and would be good for a series. I think that would be cool. Um, but yeah, just the only, I mean, you could reference Batman and stuff like that. Cause they already do in TV shows all the time, but um, I wouldn't make him be like a stall, you know, a, a starring role or anything like that. But I would really like to see that team at, as some capacity because I think they're a really cool team. And when I was reading comics in the eighties, they were like one of the standouts for me. So that's what I would go with for my second honorable mention. Um, For my first honorable mention, I would go with wildcats. Um, And again, another team that I read all the time, especially in the nineties, they were huge. Um, They were, I guess, the answer to the X-Men, which was my favorite team at the time. And they had some really cool character designs. They had some really cool characters in the book. Uh, I don't know. I know there was an animated series from the 90s. I don't recall it very well. But I think you could do it either or. I think you could do it as a series or as an animated series. Either would work. But I really think that that would be a cool team series and you know with stuff like the boys and stuff like that even being darker um i think it would be it would be cool for a, a tv show either on you know netflix or amazon or what what it may be the later iterations of that comic were like would actually be pretty prime for the kind of stuff that you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah and i think you know grifter one of those characters that's so cool. That's a problem, though. 
Oh, is he? Because he's in DC Batman direct now. Stuff. He's DC. Yeah, he's DC direct now. So, or DC proper, I guess you would call it. But yeah. But again, I mean, so even if he's out of the I still else. think it would work. Yeah, true. It's not like the outsiders true. aren't from DC. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, either way, I just think I think they would be a, a cool team to see on the on the uh, on the screen. Oh, and yeah. again, like I grew up reading them, and the original iteration is the one I know the best. Um, but I, I really always liked those characters. Spartan was always I don't know what it is. I guess in the nineties, eighties, and nineties, the top of the uh, <laughs> cow being missing and the hair out was like my shit. I loved it. Geo Force, Cyclops, fucking. I mean, Jim I, Jim Lee did design two of those costumes that you're talking about. True. Yeah, because Wildcats was, it was Jim Lee. So. Yeah, exactly. He designed he designed yeah, no, the Cyclops one with the hair yeah. out, and he designed the uh, even the, Grifter the, the, the to an extent, and Grifter. Yeah, Grifter. Yeah, yeah. Just I that is my shit, dude. I don't know why I love that. I think that's one of the coolest things in comics that will never translate in in like a real oh, no. TV show or movie. Actually, or it looks so fucking dumb. I feel like they could do it right if the costume has to look good, though. Like they yeah. could do it right for I don't know. Either way, I just I would love this. I feel like they could do it right for Gambit. You think it would work for Gambit? I think that's the only word that it would work for. Like his, the way his is, like it would work for him. But like Spartan, I think it would look too cheesy. Yeah. And again, it's all about the color palette as well. Because yep. a black tunic is a lot easier to sell than, you know, fucking blue, bright blue. <laughs> and red. I don't know. It would all it would all come down to design, but um, I don't know. That was my shit. I used to love it. I don't, I don't know why. And even that's my preferred version of Cyclops as well. Yeah. I know everybody loves him with the the full cow. Not me. I love the hair out. I think it's cool. <laughs> so, uh, what what's your number three, sir? My number three. Does someone have a mask with their hair out? Hmm. Hmm. Do they? No, he doesn't have a mask on. My number three is Squadron Supreme, but he, he does have some killer hair. I mean, okay. my dude's uh, I, I I love that team, and again, a dark mirror of the Justice League. Um, they were always just one of my favorite teams, and I would love to see them go up. And they may end up showing up at some point in the MCU, but I would really like to see them. And I think all these actually lend more to a TV series than to a movie. I mean, they could do a movie, but I, th- I think it would probably work better. That as a would TV work show. as a great TV um, show doing that one, that huge, huge storyline. I forget who wrote it that that they're known for, where they basically like take over the world. Yeah. Or whatnot that like do that as a TV series. That's like one of the multiverses. Yeah, that would be super cool. You know, we're, and again, been a I mean, great is just one of those guys I love. Great place to introduce them would have been what if. Yeah, yeah, we we know we still got it. You could still do that. There's another season coming. I know, but it would have been so nice. 
Someday. Then he Someday we're going to get movie. them. Then he won't get his movie. Yeah, well. His TV or his live action series. One day we will. But. I, th- I, th- I think I think those, especially with the popularity of stuff like Invincible and The Boys and stuff like that, I think that it's only a matter of time before we get a Squadron Supreme oh, yeah. iterations at some, in some capacity. I so, do. I agree. Uh, I, I'm waiting patiently, so I think that's going to be happening. I agree. Well, then, those are my that's my number three well then my number five second runner up thingy thing thing <laughs> is gonna be battle chasers Ooh, I yeah okay I don't know what that is what's that that is a comic it was a fantasy comic that was drawn by um, no Joe man. Matarera and it was fucking awesome. Yep. But it it like, but it never got finished. There's even a game. No, there's like a PlayStation the, and the game like finishes game. the story technically. Yeah, and and I want to get the game so I can finish the story. But like, I just been like wanting something. Like I saw that little animation they did for that, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. can I get this? Can I just get a movie of this? I don't even need a lot. Just give me a movie of like the. Of like a, a mashup of just some stuff and come up with your own new thing and 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 just tell me a story with these characters, dude. Like it gets, it's such a it's such a fantasy trope filled world, but they did it so well. Like they literally have straight up like just D and D characters. Like yeah, you have the you have like the rundown swordsman that's like the greatest swordsman in the world that was of course. The the you know the right hand to the king to the fallen king now and and the fallen king's daughter is now running around with giant like gloves that give her super strength. There's a giant mechanical war golem that walks around with a freaking wizard. There's like like there's a there's a buxom redheaded thief slash uh air pirate buccaneer named Red Scarlet. Like yo, you can't get more tropey than this, and yet. His art makes it awesome because his art was like all straight anime infused. So yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really was just one of my favorite things that I never got. And they just came out with a you know, compendium and I got the compendium. And I'm like, yay. And but it's still not enough. I need I need more battle chasers in my life. So, um, I, yeah, that was my that was my number five. Yeah, um, I love Joe Mad's art. And the character designs in that are so good. So my number four uh, is a little ditty called uh, Shadow Walk. Oh, it's it's this. It was a comic written by Mark Wade and um, Max Brooks, you know, who is Mel Brooks's son, who wrote uh, World War Z and the Survival's Guide to, and the Zombies, the Zombie Survival Guide. Um, it's basically your like this movie doesn't need a lot. The comic book itself is really uh pretty damned um cinematic. It's basically uh there's a place on earth that is literally the shadow, the the valley of death. Like it 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 appears when strife and conflict in the world are high, 
and it feeds off of that conflict and this area just becomes stronger and stronger and it's just this weird area and only one person that's ever been in there has come out and the government has literally kept him under lock and key for the last five years but now they want to send some people in and see what the hell is going on because there's an energy signal there's an energy flare and you know oh there's an energy flare there's got to be an energy source so yeah so they send a couple of soldiers and a priest and some archaeologists in and they're all suited and booted with these cool tech suits and these cool weapons and they go in there and face all kinds of demonic shit nice that is literally what this that is literally (laughs) what this movie is i mean this book is it's like it's like it's unapologetic straightforward like we're not even trying to let you get used to any of these characters none of these characters have any real personalities and anything else it's it's aliens it's aliens and and except that's what that's how i would play this movie i would give these characters a little bit more personality than they do in the book but it's alien Oh, that they're just they're going into some shit and they have no idea they're not prepared for it they 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 kind of are but they're not okay and it, it's and and there's psychological stuff there's there's straight up supernatural stuff like when i say demonic stuff i i mean it like like it's yeah a wall of flesh hmm. like literally hmm. like a wall of corpses hmm. yeah and that's your entrance into so you got to walk through that delicious yes yeah so (laughs) there's some great imagery in this and i'm like yeah this would uh what uh imprint put this out uh legendary they are okay oh then there's more than likely yeah i I, could be a movie they might end up doing something because it yeah they they put out a couple of things i actually have yeah they put out a lot of stuff for their movies but then also just like just other stuff as well yeah they had they had one that's uh yeah this one uh, they got one like that's like a bad superman one. Oh, yeah you know, we that like was our bad superman it was like called like it was like called something about axiom i'm yeah anyway we're not talking about that <laughs> i'm on to my number three yes the end league don't know that. What it is, that? is uh, I think it's Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse, and it's basically um, the characters are pastiches of both Justice League and um, the Avengers. They're like some of them are even like mixed, and the Superman causes an event accidentally that creates superhumans around the world. Hmm. Interesting. But at the same time, it kills off about good 80%, no, good 65% of the people. And then people that get powers aren't exactly altruistic either. So, yeah. So what happens when half the world outnumbers what's left of the heroes? And yeah, and it's it's sort of a post-apocalyptic uh, redemption story of this group of leftover heroes. Um, there's they have a version of Thor that's gone mad. 
there's a Wonder Woman pastiche, there's a Superman, there's a great yeah, there's a there's there's a bunch of them, but they're all interesting in their own right. And I, I would love to see this done as a, actually as a, a, a mini series, not a full on like it doesn't need a maybe two seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would you could you there's a cause there is a beginning, middle, and end to it. Uh-huh. And there's room for adaptation and change for the story. And I really thought it was a, just a, a interesting take on that whole, uh, you know, the, the, the huge team, the, the, the giant super team aspect and mm-hmm. how like, if they go wrong, if something not, if not, if they go wrong, but if something goes wrong, if they fail, the consequences are usually, they're catastrophic. And in this case, it, yeah, it was like, it not only did that happen. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was very well done. Um, and like no one is squeaky clean in this. No one is squeaky clean. Like literally their captain America is actually more like, what if captain what if the red skull was raising soldiers and one oh, of them uh, decided that they didn't want to be a nazi super soldier mm-hmm. and happened to be rescued by the americans Interesting. that's who their captain america is see like that just it sounds like a different take on the boys and like mm-hmm. oh yeah i, oh, I yeah. like that <laughs> yeah yeah, that's that why. Be very yeah, well done. I, yeah, that's why I'm saying. And I was, I read it and was like, yeah, this is this is crazy. I need to. I would love to see this as a live action mm-hmm. because there's not a lot of action, but when there's action, you put all your budget into it. My number two is uh, Ex Machina. Yes, wasn't there supposed to be something about the outer? So, act actually, when I was like looking back at it. And I looked in the, uh, cause I wanted to make sure like these weren't like stuff that was actively coming out, but apparently as of January of last year, Oscar Isaac is set to produce and star in a film adaptation, which is kind of funny. Cause he was in a movie called Ex Machina, which yeah, was I was just gonna say. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Um, but this Ex Machina is completely different from that one where the because this is uh actually uh about a superhero who is the only superhero in this world and it takes place in the real world uh where this guy uh mitchell hundred is his name and his superhero name was the great machine um in the wake of 9 11 he gets elected mayor of new york city and then it's more about that with flashbacks to his time as a superhero. Uh, his superpower is that he can communicate with machines. And he gets that through an explosion with some kind of alien tech that we come to find out later in the series. Uh, it's a really very good like. I like it because I feel like this would be a good series, a TV series because there's a lot of like political intrigue and stuff that goes on in this story that I feel like would work very well in a TV series. And you don't have to do 
too much of the like big set piece superpower stuff because he's the only superhero. I think that's why they're going for it as movie. Yeah, because they can um, emphasize they can emphasize the dramatic aspects of it. They could, but I feel like this would definitely work as I. I mean, they cast if Oscar Isaac is playing him in the movie. I think that's perfect casting. <laughs> like I think that dude can do no wrong, except for when he was <laughs> Apocalypse. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's another book that I highly recommend. That was something like I think I read it like on a whim. Like I picked it up, and that was I think it was Wildstorm that was putting it out originally. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, like I said, a lot of political intrigue stuff. That's very, that I think would work very well on, like, you don't need the big screens for this. And I think it would do well on like Netflix or prime or even HBO. If HBO picked this up, I think it would be very good. So that's my number two X Machina. Cool. Awesome. I have to read that because that sounds like it's right up my alley. Oh, yeah. I think you definitely like it. <laughs> awesome. I'll see if I can find my uh, copy of the first volume. And if I can, I'll let you borrow it. All right. Cool. All right. Um, My number two. Again, I don't know if this is an active development or not, so I, mm. I don't know. But eventually we're going to see this. And my number two is the Thunderbolts. Yes all the seeds are being planted throughout the MCU that this is going to happen. But I would actually really, I was thinking about this earlier, as much as I want to see their version using the more, uh, more current people like us agent and stuff like that. I really like the original uh, when Baron Zemo and all the other villains kind of, took on these heroic alter egos citizen v. He, he was citizen v and atlas yeah. was actually goliath i love that i thought that was such a cool story the way that that unfolded and seeing that in either a movie or a series again it probably won't be either because they haven't established any of these characters and yeah in, in the mcu it's not going to probably happen but i would i would really love to see that team of thunderbolts on well, what if and have what that. if we what if because people people have liked uh brule as zemo right oh yeah so what if what's her name picked her picked him up too yeah he got free but you don't think she knows that or she went over there and offered him a deal I'll let you lead this team. That could happen. It's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, you'd also have to, if that were the case, that that would actually kind of be cool. But you'd also have to, like, okay, all, all these villains that you have never seen before are all in the raft. And these are the people you're going to be leading. 
not to say they're all kind of B and C level villains. So it's not like it would be a huge loss. Cause I mean, who, do, who the fuck knows fixer who knows screaming Mimi and Moonstone. Nobody knows these people. So having them plucked from the raft, but also not having any kind of backstory as how they got there or anything might be an issue. Wait, I don't, think we have a, be, don't we have a fixer? Oh yeah, we do. No, no, that was Tinkerer. Mm. That was Tinkerer. Tinkerer yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you threw me for a second there. I'm like, huh? <laughs> um, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We don't have to have all of them, but we can have at least Zemo. We can and to throw in there, to, and and that would have the link back. Plus, they could probably, like you said, throw in one or two, or they could throw in other characters like freaking Abomination. Yeah, and I think they're eventually going to do that version of it on through the MCU, and I, I would be fine with that too. I want to see that as well. But if you if, positing your idea, like she goes to him and says, "Oh, I think that you could lead this team," or he comes up with this idea on his own or something, um, that would work too. Because I mean, most of these characters in that team aren't big characters, and you could just be like, "Yeah, they've been in the raft. They obviously got caught." other yeah. superheroes before and do we just it could happen in- so yeah that would make sense stuff happens in between um, the movies yep so i'd be interested i yeah think- exactly so i would definitely be interested in in seeing that team and i mean if zemo is gonna be like around and doing stuff he could just adopt the citizen v uh persona to be yeah. able to do things out in the open Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I always like that that turn, that twist in that in that comic series. So that and, would be my number two. And in the MCU, they could play where he, no one does. Like the only person that actually knows who he is is um um the Contessa. Yeah, and and like even U.S. Agent wouldn't know, not even realizing who he's working with this entire time. That'd be really cool, actually. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that's my number two. I, some iteration of of the Thunderbolts would be my number two. Okay. Well, I like that, and I'd watch. So I'd watch the crap out of it. My number two is um, this would be my because basically I did one movie, one series, and one animated series. And mine is uh, Renato Jones oh, from Image Comics. And I would do it in a sort of a Sin City-esque vibe, but also with uh, basically what they kind of showed us with the Cowboy Bebop trailer. Mm -hmm. Everything would be very stylized. Everything would be very hyper, um, hyper realized. Um, but you'd have to, and it would still have all the, uh, uh, you know, social commentary and everything that it had in the series. You'd, I, you'd obviously have to take out some of the references because some things have happened since, cause they literally made a, they made a, basically a straight up non-veiled Trump analog in the, in the, in the book. And, and like, we, we just can't have that right now. <laughs> um, so but otherwise, I think it would be like a great, great series um, for it. But it would have to be on something that can have adult stuff because they didn't shy away. I mean, you could 
toned down on some of it, but the violence is, is over the top. So it's, it's, that's why I was thinking the whole stylized thing where, you know, where when it gets really bad, you go black and white and stuff like that. And, um, but I think Renato Jones deserves its spotlight in the sun, some way, somewhat form. And I think the TV show would really benefit it because it, it would allow it to expand the story in ways that the, the book kind of couldn't. And I mm-hmm. love the book, but there's just so much stuff. I'm like, I want more. You, you can explain more. So that's my number two. All right. All right. Well, that leads us to my number one. And my number one is another Scott Snyder one, uh, American Vampire. I like Him. American Vampire. I didn't realize he did so many, so many of these. He does a lot of horror stuff. And it's all good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, American Vampire, that's one that I think would definitely work as a TV series because of how much time they cover in that series. They go through pretty much the entire history of America just following vampires. And I think the character of Skinner Sweet is such a good character to follow. We could start the first season off the same way the book is where you start in the 1920s where you have that whole story and then you could just have the flashbacks to Skinner as a cowboy becoming the first American vampire and all that stuff. And I love the way like the American vampires look so different from the original like European vampires. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that book and I love like I said, I love the character of Skinner Sweet. He's such a good, very good character uh, developed by uh, Snyder and Stephen King. Because Stephen King wrote the cowboy stuff for Skinner Sweet, which is his uh, whole origin story, pretty much. Like, there's a lot of good stuff there. I'm, I'm not saying Mike Flanagan, he could get on that, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I was actually thinking, like, with, with the boom... It, the boom but i mean it's been happening for 40 years but the resurgence of all the stephen king stuff being mm-hmm. so adapted it yeah. could definitely you know be picked up for a series or something like that and yeah i think he'd be a good pick for that wow. mike finding give mike fine again anything man he's, exactly he's awesome. if it's horror and it's even tangent generally stephen king give it to mike Flanagan. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but he's, yeah, the, I, he's the new Frank Darabont, really. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I, I I, I, was sitting and thinking, like, who I would cast for Skinner Sweet. Ooh, that's tough. But I don't know. Outside of maybe, and this is, I don't want to do, like, typecasting, but, like, uh, it's what? Uh, the guy from True Blood. It was Alexander Skarsgård. Sarsgård. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he would... Like, he has the look of what uh, Skinner... Like, the way Skinner looks. But Skinner's, like, also thinner. I think the dude who plays... Ah, uh, Christ. What is his name? The dude who plays Kano in the new oh, uh, Mortal Kombat. I, like that. I think he would be a good pick. 
I like that. I've seen him do an American accent also, so I know he could do it. Um, yeah, I think he would be a good pick for him. Actually, now just thinking about it, the guy that played Riley in uh, Midnight Mass, I think he'd be a good Skinner. Oh, shit. He would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I, the Mike Flanagan connection there, too. Like, it would work. Uh, yeah, they need to make and that I mean, happen. He would be really good. You could get Katie to be the uh, yeah from the 20s. So, Dude. They need to make that happen. That's fucking perfect. And that, that's really it again, story. sir. You've done it again. You've I'll, done I'll it. I'll give you that one, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. That Actually, no, that it. would probably be Warner Brothers because it's a it's a Vertigo book. So, oh, okay. Again, Warner Brothers, just hire us. <laughs> stop we'll fucking every, doing what we'll you're doing. Everything for you. Yeah. Just stop doing what you're doing, please. Just hire us. We'll fix it all. We'll give you some new things to put out there, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's my number one. Though. All right. You're sure, sir. My number one, I went with my second favorite team of superheroes of all time. Alpha Flight. I've always loved Alpha Flight. I don't. Don't ask me why. I. I it's a good book. It was a well-written book, especially in the eighties and nineties. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. When it came back out, maybe seven years ago or so, I read it. It was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't anything special. But the original lineup of that team, I just love it. I love the costumes. I love the character designs. I love everything about it. And they could Nobody do it. Nobody had their hair out. No. No. But they had a dude in, a, a, in, well, a dude and a lady in a full Canadian maple leaf suit. That's awesome. And then later on in the books, they all had the Canadian maple leaf suits. And that was even cooler. Um, but I do like the individual, except for Vindicator and Guardian, both being in the in the maple suit suit, um, in the maple leaf suit, I should say. <laughs> I really like that team. I like the connection to Wolverine, which could obviously be explored at some point. But I think the fact that they're a Canadian team could be easily mined where you wouldn't have so much ties and, and stuff that you'd have to explain and not nobody knows why these people haven't already existed. It's their, A, their government, so the government could have kept them a secret, and B, it's Canada. Nobody pays attention to Canada. So it, it, it would be like, yeah, well, everybody knows the Avengers, and obviously we're going to eventually get the X-Men and stuff like that, and there's only only one, two, two or three members that are actually mutants. They're not all mutants. Some of them are uh, magic and some of them are alien and some of them are uh, have weapons that were created. So they don't all have to have a reason why they it, it could be explained without having the mutant connection is what I'm going at. So. I think it would just be a really good again. I, I feel like all this stuff now that I've seen these uh, Disney plus shows, 
I think everything works better as a TV <laughs> show. I mean, not to say I still love movies and all that stuff, but I feel like for character development and plot development and story, TV shows are just where it's at. You know what I mean? So I would I would want it to be a TV show, and I think that it would it would be awesome, and you be able to have really good characters because in that comic it, it's very much superhero fights and all that stuff but a lot of it is political and a lot of it is the relationships between these people and having that explored would be really cool i i that's my number one okay wow i mean i just want to see puck on the big screen so that's exact dude he's one of those characters that like he shouldn't work you know what no. i mean but he's, but he's awesome. Awesome. and North Star and Aurora. I love North Star and Aurora. Um, Shaman, Shaman's friggin' amazing. Sasquatch was never my favorite, but he's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marina, Songbird. I mean, they're all just. I I love their their looks, and I and then later on you get Wild Child, and you get all those other characters. So it could be a longer series introducing all these other characters. So. I would I absolutely love that book. They Disney done spoiled us with those shows because the they quality really of those. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and like those in the Star Wars shows are just like ridiculous. They're literally like movie quality shows. It's yep. just not cool. It's not cool. It's just making everybody you're making your own stuff look bad because you're making stuff like Titans look bad. So just stop what's your number one my number one i think i actually spoke about this comic once before on the show um it's by a a gentleman named kagan mcleod he did the art and the writing it's called infinite kung flu at infinite kung fu tripping over my words um kung fu and zombies Hmm. and 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 yeah, like I I can't even okay, I got it. Perfect. If you've ever seen Afro Samurai, imagine that except without Afro and Afro and Samurai, but that that same type of world, almost like a post-apocalyptic world, but where kung fu is king and zombies walk the land. Sounds that, that that's it. Like yeah. Because there are there are characters that are like former funk stars and whatnot, and but they learn kung fu, and that, that's why I said that. And and it's just a fun read. And the whole time I was reading it, I kept thinking to myself, this would make an awesome animated series. This would make an awesome animated series. Because he really, he really the choreography is amazing and to say that on still paper is a lot because it's not it's never it's it's never your run-of-the-mill comic book action scene it's never a bunch of still poses and people are like in mid-fight and it's like no it's like he does it he draws it like old school kung fu flicks filmed it that's the best I can do to describe it. 
So literally when they're going hand to hand and they're punching and they're blocking everything else, literally that's like each hand block is one frame on a nice page. And literally you'll, you'll see a whole fight drawn out. And I'm like, I need to watch this animated because I need to watch this flow. And that's all I could think. And then, as I said, zombies, yeah. zombies. And when I say old school anime, I mean, I mean, not old school anime, old school Kung Fu flick. Oh, Kung Fu flick. I mean it like just old 70s style, 60s style Kung Fu flicks. That's the vibe that you need to have. And it was so good. I, the Sace Monos animated uh, series on mm. Netflix gave me that vibe. This would be basically that, but amped up. Okay. So like, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, 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 but set it in a, a look that looks like old school Kung Fu flicks. Like old school China, like yeah, it okay. just it it blew my mind. The the, the comic blew my mind because every time they mashed something up, there was it was just it was crazy. But like I said, the fights would be fun. The characters are actually a lot of fun to get to know. There's a uh, it touches on little bits of uh, Chinese mythology as well. Um, so I just think it would just make up fantastic animated series like it and it wouldn't last forever either it wouldn't need to because it does again have a beginning middle and end it's so big ass book don't get me wrong look at this tome y'all <laughs> this is a tome and I I I, I, I I i don't even this is a tome but it's a thick it's a thick book y'all it's like two inches but um it's like two maybe three seasons and short seasons, 12 episodes of peace. All right. So yeah. Nice. I, I, I that that's I, I want that to go somewhere because I I I fell in love with that. I need to buy another copy so I don't mess up that signed copy anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I think that I mean, yeah, that could definitely work as an animated series. Sounds like from what you're look at. See, look what he did. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. The guy drew that for me. That's, That's like one awesome. of the main characters, and I was telling you about the funk dudes, and I, the, telling you this is. I'm just. I really feel it since Kung Fu is making its its comeback right now. Mm -hmm. This and people love zombies. Telling you, <laughs> and they're not wrong. They got and they got automatons, and it like, yo, it just, man, it it evokes so many memories of watching the old kung fu flicks, and then just seeing the, the whole thing. I was like, this is insane. This is why well, has to know whatever made anything like this before. It's one of those things like peanut butter and chocolate that just goes together when you see it. <laughs> like, no, I'm dead serious. You, you can laugh all you want. No, I if you it, ever no. read it, you'd be like, yo, because I told I'm telling you, I, I did mention this before. I read yes. the thing for it and, and it was like a a, a a a preview for it. It was a long ass preview, but I blew through it and I'm at work. Mm -hmm. It's like 200 pages. <laughs> That's awesome. I blew through it and I couldn't get any couldn't get enough. So yeah, if yeah, infinite kung fu. That's it. Nice. I have to check that out. Sounds right up my alley. God, you love it. 
You dig it the most, man. Ooh. All right. If I'm going to dig it, then <laughs> you, dig it. You, you, did, you dig it the most, man. I finally got to use that saying and it, and it like fit. And it worked. Pulp Fiction then <laughs> stuck that in my head. And I'd be like, yo, where would I ever use that? But I love it. He's like, yeah, you dig it the most, man. <laughs> well, that is it. That's our top five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not, not, not the top three, but top five. No, it's top uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> top three. We had some runners up. That's all that was good. <laughs> we just had to sneak those in there. Sneak those in there. We pepper them. We peppered them in. We peppered them in. Yeah, Peppered yeah. them in. <laughs> we, we all came with some pepper today. <laughs> yeah, we all had some pepper today. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, if you have any recommendations, uh, we'd always like to hear back from you guys. Let us know what your favorite lesser-known comics to be adapted might be. You can reach us at the email account at gslwpod at gmail.com. Or at our lovely Facebook page at Geek Speak Last Week. Two words. And then we have our Instagram account, which is also at Geekspeak last week. One word. So, yeah, hit us up, guys. Let us know if you're enjoying the, the show, what you guys are listening to, what you're watching, what you thought of the Eternals, all that good stuff. Try to try to let us know. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. And we will see you then to next week. I'm going to give us another one there. And we will see you next week to talk about last week. See, that's what happens when you when you have to mention that movie. You shouldn't have mentioned that movie. You mentioned that movie, your brain's like, your brain just caught you. And your brain was like, why would you do that? So flustered. I had forgotten for a moment. The peace. The peace you disturbed. It has been a long day. Yeah. So we will see you next week to talk about last week. Thank you for listening, guys. See you. Have a good night. Morning. <laughs> Morning or afternoon. You never yeah. know when people are listening. You have exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs>